Welcome back to the Shed of Basketball Truth. It is Studio 3. A little bit of a short episode to start uh, start the week off. We're going to do a quick NBA episode. Um, just going to go through some of the um, so, some of the playoff brackets and, uh, yeah, just, just have a little bit of a chat around them and some of the big stories that are coming out of uh, some of these matchups in the first round of the NBA playoffs. Um, and then we'll, you know, of course, get into a bit of local card shop with Will and Gabba Crackham. Couldn't uh, couldn't produce a banger episode without having some banger cards. But I need someone to do that with. And he's back. He's returned. Matt Macca McIntyre. How you doing, bud? Good. Thanks, Mel. Great to be back, baby. <laughs> what, what? All right. <laughs> Mate, interesting, fire, interesting playoffs have kicked off. Of, yeah, yeah. Not everything's not everything's quite as straightforward as people might have wished and hoped for uh, to start things off. So let's look. Let let's start out east. Um, let, let's have a look at the the one eight matchup and the question mark that is uh, one Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah, that injury. Um, that there's if there's. Some teams that are just absolutely lynched pinned by one player, and if they take that player out, you, the, the series is over. And he is that—he is that for Milwaukee. Um, If—if his—if his injury is serious, but they, I think they've come out and they've said it's—it's it's a game-to-game decision now. So you mm. think, okay, that's all right. But if it limits and it hampers him, Miami is a tough team. Um, the only thing is Miami's also copped an injury with Tyler Hero breaking his, uh, I think it's his index finger on his shooting hand. So yeah, uh, he's gone for the season now, effectively. Yeah. So they and and Miami didn't effective didn't have the strongest bench anyway. So I think uh, replacement to come in. I mean, they were playing Kyle Lowry a little bit off the bench, but they've got obviously. Uh, him that can play a little bit more minutes. Hopefully, he's a little bit fitter. Obviously, have to uh, plan a whole season, but you never know with Kyle Lowry. Um, uh, it's that that series is very, very uh, fragile. Um, I you would think with a one versus eight, you, you'd have a strong indication that Milwaukee should you know sweep and, and do strong, but they dropped the first game. Giannis got a bit of an injury. Everything rolls around him. It's not like you can take him out and, and now Drew just rely on Drew Holiday or Middleton. The only good thing about it is Middleton's actually really picked up recently. So um, he's been playing himself back into some form after missing the majority of the season. So, yeah, that's a that's a really unknown what's going to happen. The next game, I think, tomorrow, that's going to be pretty pivotal. Uh, Milwaukee's going to want to not, not going to want to go down too to uh, to Miami, um, but we'll see what happens. No, look, uh, you know, obviously it's it's tough because, you know, Giannis is one of those players where he's a crucial part of that team and is a huge part of the league. As a Celtics fan, um, I'm totally okay with Miami Heat knocking out the Bucks. Um 
course you are. Yep. From that point of view, totally okay with it. I'm, I'm all good. But uh, yeah, look, it, it's interesting. And the other thing too is Milwaukee is had, does not have a bad record when Giannis doesn't play. Um, so, you know, will definitely be interesting to see how it plays out. But very few people, apart from one Tim Sung, uh, had Miami pegged for uh, winning that first game. So interesting, interesting. But moving forward, we've got uh, Cavs and the Knicks, and they're they're one apiece in this one. Knicks came out and yep. took that first game. Yep, and then Cavs uh, did it in the second game, but not how you'd expect. Most people you'd, you'd expect Donovan Mitchell to have a uh, a superstar performance, but it was um, Darius Garland um, uh, who came out and absolutely stole the show. So uh, one all. That's going to be a tight series, four versus five, so it should be. Um, but yeah, I if you pick, if I had to pick one series through both the East and West, it definitely goes to a game seven. This is my pick. The Cleveland New York series has been good. It should should be tight um, because they're just so well evenly matched. They've got talent across the board. Um, Cleveland slight favourites. They obviously uh, came in fourth at the end of the season, but. Um, I, I'm just tipping them to get it, but I think it will go to a game six, hopefully a game seven. Yeah, well, Julius Randle got uh, a bit of a bump from Garland. Yeah, well, he's going for the ball. And just just the way things sort of, um, just a mid-air collision, he's definitely going for the ball. It was, you know, they went back and looked at it and it was just a regular foul. But, uh, yeah, definitely one of those situations where it's like, yeah. This game is over. Why is he on the court? Like, you know, it, it didn't seem like there was any major upside at that point. There was two points left, two minutes left. Sorry, that game was over. Um, yeah, Coach Tibbs, not quite sure what he was necessarily doing there. I know Randall hasn't played huge minutes, um, you know, coming into the back half of the season, but uh, yeah, it just seemed to be a silly. Silly time for someone who's going to be so crucial for them to get this thing over the line for him to still be on the court. But anywho, one all in that one after the Knicks stole that first game. Cavs came back and with a very strong performance took game two. All right, speaking of strong performances, three versus six over in the East, 76ers have come out and look, it certainly hasn't shocked me. Um, in that sense, they've come out and they've won the first two games over the Nets. Yeah, but I mean, halftime in the second, Brooklyn was up and up big. Uh, Philly was struggling. Embiid not having his greatest game, although, I, I mean, you can't really call a 20 and 12, 20 and, it was 20 and 18 or something. That's, not, that's still a great game. But when you're an MVP candidate and you average over 30 points a game, you're probably going to be labelled as a, not a great game. But, um, Philadelphia though came back and they got it done through Tyrese Maxey, uh, who had himself a hell of a game. So, uh, Philly, you know, we, we, we always sleep on Tobias Harris and, you know, James Harden, he's not the player he was score he once was, but, uh, that team with Embiid as a, your potential MVP, Tyrese Maxey coming on in leaps and bounds and can give you a 30 point game in a playoff series. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, my Philadelphia 76ers are looking good, Mal. They're looking good. <laughs> I, have a, 
haven't been able to call on my team for last few years with some of the trades and the issues been going on. But hey, they're winning now, so back on board. Get the Allen Iverson jersey out of the cupboard, and we let's go, let's go, Philly. Jeez, I didn't realize you were one of them, mate. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Oh, We've turned the corner. Oh, yeah, I hope so. All right. Uh, yeah, look, um, I think the Nets did a de- fairly decent job of, you know, really sending that double team on Embiid. But, um, you know, when they didn't do that later in the game, and then, you know, he, he was able to, you know, cut them apart and find those open players and, and re- really separate it out. And, uh, yeah, look, they've come through and they're going to, they've won the first two again on their home court. Um, you know, the, they've now got to go into Brooklyn and, and win in there. But, uh, yeah, was it Brooklyn Nets have now lost, I think, the uh, stats up to four, four or five uh, playoff games in a row now. Um, so, and just but just to the Brooklyn Nets, did I'm not sure if it was just me, but did did everyone sleep on Mikael Bridges on how good this kid is? Because seems to have. I, uh, I I remember him at the Suns, and I, I remember him having some more like games. But coming to Brooklyn and just being given the keys to the to the car, essentially, uh, with Brooklyn trading away all the the stars and what they had. He, He's, that guy can absolutely flat out ball. So um, that's that's one positive that's come out of Brooklyn season is that he's he's an absolute superstar. Indeed, indeed. All right, moving on to two seven. Uh, Celtics v Hawks. Again, no, no major surprises. Not not really, really so far. Again, two wins on Boston's home court, so they take a two zero win. 2-0 lead, uh, 12 and 13 point wins thus far. Uh, look, I I don't necessarily think they're going to sweep. I think it's going to be probably five, um, six at most. But, uh, yeah, I, I can see the Celtics just getting this, uh, wrapping this one up a little bit earlier and getting a little bit of a break before their next matchup. Yeah, I think when we had the original talking about the plane and that a, a week or so ago, Atlanta didn't want this matchup. They, they, they didn't say they wanted to lose the first game against the Heat and maybe get Milwaukee, but Boston are a much, much better defensive team across the board. And Atlanta, they're just not getting the production out of Trey Young, um, getting to the line. He's not getting the, the same calls he would usually get in the regular season. He likes to get to have the ball in his hand, draws a lot of fouls, but he's not getting those calls. It's making it harder for the offense to flow. Boston are just basically suffocating them and their their players, their stars in Tatum, um, Marcus Smart, um, White and uh, Jalen Brown. They're they're just doing doing it pretty easy, I'd say, at the moment from the games of what are the two games I've seen so far. Uh, I'm with you, Mal. That could be another Sweep City, maybe we'll see, but um, they might lose a game. But it's yeah, Boston's very, very strong position. Indeed. All right, let's head over to the West. Nugs, Timberwolves. No shock there so far. Nugs won the first game. Yeah, crazy. Minnesota played well in the play-in, and then <laughs> haven't played well in that first game. Oh, crazy. Mm. Um. 29-point uh, loss. 
yeah. Uh, Minnesota's got a good team. Uh, I, I still don't believe that Denver has a number one seeded strength style team. I, I think, you know, Phoenix and Los Angeles on any given day um, is is probably a little bit better. Um, uh, the Clippers, sorry, are probably a little bit stronger in terms of roster than the Denver Nuggets, but they, they played well throughout the season, so they got that number one seed. And that's why you want it, because you get Minnesota. They got Minnesota. They should win this series, get into the second round, hopefully have a fresh, fresh and non-injured lineup, and then... You get um, you want every other series to be an absolute scrap, and that looks like it could be that way for the other for the rest of the other um, uh, series going on. So uh, Denver sitting in a nice position. Uh, Minnesota they they need they need Cat um, to play well and do it every game, and it, he just I don't know historically he hasn't been able to do that. Hopefully he can, but if he doesn't play well, Minnesota are no chance. Um, that's just how it is at the moment. Yeah, look, um, Ant played, you know, not too badly um, in this one. But, yeah, if Cat wants to be the the guy, um, then he needs to step up. Uh, go Bear. You know, he's this is his moment to prove everybody wrong because this has been the time where everybody throughout the season is going to, has been like, and I know I'm one of them like, yeah, but you know, he'll, he'll help you during the regular season, but you can't hide him through throughout these plans, uh, playoff games, you know, when it's same team back to back, you know, Clippers showed it last year, you stretch the floor, you know, really shoot things around from distance and it really makes him hard and exposes a weakness. Which, which go bear are we going to see? Are we going to see defensive player of the year go bear? Are we going to see just not able to, not able to stay with the game go bear? So yeah. I, I, Minnesota, I think he, I don't think go bear is going to have the, the skill set to hang with uh, the Joker uh, at the high post or really anywhere. Um, so I, I, I'd be more inclined to go a little bit of a smaller lineup, maybe, um, you know, pray and hope that Cat can man up a little bit and play the five um, and go with a smaller lineup and then save Gobert. If they can sneak through and win the series against Denver, then you're a better chance of having Gobert play a more influential role against other teams. But Denver is just a, it's a tough matchup because the skill set is just so vastly different between Gobert and Joker. Um, it's he's he's in a hiding to nothing if he's going to be matching up and trying to defend against him. Indeed, indeed. All right, moving along. Phoenix Suns and the Los Angeles Clippers split the series at the moment, one and one. But most importantly. In that second game where the Phoenix Suns won, Chris Paul has finally won a playoff game. It's one in 14 when Scott Foster has been the referee in playoff games, which is a ridiculous espn style stat that just makes you, you know, and it's been building. They've been showing it off since like 0-7. Oh 
and it's been like, what? How? Uh, yeah, just one of those silly stats. One and fourteen. Wow, yeah. that's that's incredible. Um, yeah, good game. I saw the I saw the majority of it. Uh, the second game today. Uh, so for Phoenix to bounce back, and they were down nearly thirteen. Uh, in the second quarter, I think it was, and then brought it back a little bit before the half. But then Booker played amazing. Um, I Phoenix are getting from their starting five a lot of production in that first two games, and they're going to need it. And they're going to need that to continue because their bench isn't particularly strong. Um, but KD's been warming into it. He hasn't had a breakout game yet. He's going to have breakout games during uh, the playoffs. Um, so if he can start putting those together now, they can get through the Los Angeles Clippers, even though they've got an all-time defender in Kawhi Leonard matching up against him and, and a good defender in, um, uh, well, sorry, no, Paul George isn't there. So, they've, you know, injuries crueled them a little bit, but Phoenix should, I think, get through the Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, the first game was a bit of a... Uh, probably a bit of an anomaly, but I can see Phoenix rolling. Um, Los Angeles looked a little bit lost in that second half today. I think Phoenix may have figured out um, that they, as long as they can get Kawhi away from the ball, so whoever he's marking, Phoenix have so many offensive weapons, uh, they can just go to someone else, and whoever Kawhi's not marking, that's who's going to get the ball. They started doing that in the second half, and they, they really just coasted. Yeah, look, it'll definitely be interesting. Um, obviously, George Paul, uh, Paul George, sorry, um, you know, is a crucial piece to this Clippers team. He, he will be back allegedly, um, you know, for the next matchup. But oh, you know, Clippers got to get got to get through this Phoenix team. So, you know, they've come out. They've won a te- They've won a game on the opposition's court. Great start. Now they all they need to do is um, hold home court. In theory, uh, very easy to say, a lot harder to do. But um, you know, that is the one thing we do need to remember. It's a, a series. Series is super important when you're on your home court. You've really got to hold it down because it can just kick your butt if you don't. Um, and once teams get that three and zero run on, uh, it's very difficult. But the uh, the Suns were able to get it done well, off a big thirty eight point, um, almost uh, double double performance from Booker today. Really big. Uh, yep. But yeah, look, it'll be. I I think this one will be another you know like on the other side, uh, with the Cavs and the Knicks, the four five over there on the East. I think this one will be a really strong matchup and has the potential to uh, to to go for six or seven games, which I like. Uh, I'm down for that. That works for me. Yep. But look, let's uh, let's let's skip ahead forward slightly. Let's let's go to the two seven matchup in the Grizzlies and the Lakers. The Lakers have come out and they got the first one over the Grizz. Got it done. Haven't had a second game yet. Still 1-0. But, you know, very few people tip the Lakers to get this one done. Um, some people, I think, now possibly over-tipping, you know, saying the Lakers are going to sweep. But the Jar Morand hand, super-duper question mark. Uh, 
yeah, is is going to be crucial for the Grizz. Yeah, and look, the the game the game wasn't particularly a fantastic viewing spectacle, but it was more. It, it, it was it was a great game to watch because of the theatrics and the uh, how, how how bad both teams really wanted it. But performance wise, it was probably there was a it wasn't the greatest game. Um, uh, moving forward, it's uh, kind of fifty fifty. I'd I'd like to say Memphis still has the advantage. Um, they've probably they 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 got some great players and even missing Jar Morant, they're still really strong and they played a good portion of the season when he was out and, and had some good performances. Uh, so, if yeah, if AD, uh, if he stays healthy, um, LeBron does his thing, uh, Memphis, they're going to probably struggle uh, and Lakers will probably be the favourites. But that is just, yeah, it's the unknown. Um, I'd still give it 50-50. I don't know which ways Jarmarek could come back and they could blow him out of the park. Uh, don't know. Let's take flip the coin. Yeah, look, uh, and this is the problem with injuries in the playoffs. You know, they throw massive question marks and, you know, they're tricky. But, you know, you look at you look at footage and pictures of the of what Jar did to his hand. It's like, ah, that's not supposed to go that way, Tiger. That is that is uncomfortable. That is an uncomfortable look. So, And it looked like it was already strapped as well. So... Uh, he he had a bit of strapping around that hand as well, so I'm not sure if that's he's, he's exacerbated something or it definitely looked uncomfortable the way he came down on it. Mm. But also, it's tough to get those hang. He, he had a few moments in that game. We went for the hang and then get bumped, and he most of the time I'd expect in the regular season he was getting those calls. Comes to the finals and the refs oh, put the contact, you know, the, those those calls away a little bit. Um, which kind of then means he probably goes a little bit harder, and then the next time down has a spill. Um, but yeah, it's it's a tough one. It is indeed. All right, let's go to the sauciest matchup. I think of the first round. We've got the light the beam kings, and the possibly about to be washed up warriors. <laughs> The boot stompers, the Golden State Warriors. I love it. I love the light the beam thing too. I like I like it when they they come up with these little, uh, uh, you know, uh, like there was Fear the Deer when Milwaukee mm. started to make it. Like that when they they weren't strong contenders, but they were just getting to the finals and they were upsetting some people. I like those things. It comes along with their run and just sort of there's a vibe about it. I like what Sacramento's got there to light the beam. Um, they got the first two games at home and won them. And Sacramento, I mean, sorry, Golden State have been horrible all season on the road. That's not an abnormal. That this season they've just been woeful. Um, so Golden State at home, different, different beast. Uh, Sacramento only needs to pick up one game at, at at Golden State. They win one game at Golden State. Virtually, you know, I, I know it's difference between regular season offs and and post season. Sorry. Or, finals playoffs sorry but um golden state just can't get it done on the road at the moment so if sacramento can just get one when they're at golden state and it's series over basically but um it's both games have been close uh sacramento seem to be a hard matchup for golden state um you know golden state 
they I don't know if they probably wanted Phoenix more, but the Sacramento have a good matchup, uh, smaller lineup with a lot of good shooters, guys guys that can score off the bench as well. Very very similar. Just seem to be a little bit younger, maybe maybe a little bit more hungrier because they haven't you know. Clay Thompson, hold up your four fingers. They haven't won the four ring. Um, yeah, they, they very. They seem to me to be very similarly matched. Um, obviously, not the Hall of Famer type shooting that Sacramento's got the younger legs, and um, they seem to just they just got over the top in the in the final minutes in both games. So interesting to see where they're moving forward. Where do you see it heading, Mal? Uh look, I. I'm not a big donkey fan. I'm not a big Draymond Green fan. And looking at footage, seen some different angles now. And I, I, I just can't. To me, this just feels smacks of um, that LeBron issue a couple of years ago. Um, you know, Draymond Green comes through. Basically, swinging arm into the uh, undercarriage of LeBron, Draymond, and gets suspended for a game, like um, reports have come through that has done here. And he leaves his team short. And I think that is a strong possibility of happening again in this situation. Like I said, like you said, sorry, the, um, these guys are a difficult matchup for the Warriors. Yes, they haven't played well on the road, but now they're going into this crucial third game absolutely crucial to their season and they've been let down by one of their you know defensive powerhouses um you know he's not out there for his score and he's out there for his you know defensive hard work and hustle but this is just another from every angle i've seen looks like a classic brain snap of him and just stomped on the stomped on the chest and now he's demanded an x-ray of his own leg and all sorts of stuff like this and when you watch the footage, I don't see anything. Like, yes, there was some contact on his leg. I didn't see anything that looked like it was actual ankle grab. Sabonis was just going to trying to protect his head. So, but yeah, I I can genuinely see that having a huge impact on the Warriors because that's going to leave them short for that next game. Yeah, um, yeah, hundred percent agree. Uh, it's so when you watch it, you. I don't know. He, the, there was obviously Ted there. He stomped the guy. Yeah. Um, one game's probably right. He probably gets uh, a fine and an ejection would probably be anyone else in the league that doesn't have the rap sheet that Draymond does. Yep. But when you build up so many previous, you know, um, suspensions or, uh, uh, you know, um, certain tech fouls over the years and whatnot, then that's what you let, that's where you leave yourself short. When something happens like that, there's no, there's no brownie points. There's no good, you know, no, no, um, uh, I've never, no, there's never been other indiscretions before. There's been plenty of other indiscretions. So now you just get the book thrown at you and a game is huge in the playoffs. You miss one game. That could be the series. It probably will be. So, uh, I'm not disappointed. I, I think, um, you know, Golden State, uh, this is what happens when this Sacramento reminds me of Golden State when they were just getting started and they were happy, they were upsetting some teams because they're young, full of, full of exuberant, um, and 
now Golden State are the, you know, perennial winners or, or finalists. And now they're getting underdone by a young team and they're a little bit frustrated. And then this happens and that's probably could be the end of it. And you never know. It could come to the end of the season and there's some trades and maybe we don't see this team again. But, um, yeah, I, I tend to agree with you, though. The right call was made, but one game, two games would have been too much. I would have been happy if he didn't get a game, but, yeah, he, he probably deserved it. Yeah, well, the, the rap sheet's the problem. The rap sheet is the problem. You know, but, you know uh, and, yeah, this might be the last because, you know, reports Clay wants a, you know, Supermax contract and Draymond Green's coming up to free agency and... Look, you know, there are there's de- there are definitely quality players that other teams are going to be looking at and going, geez, do we take a punt? Or do the Warriors pay some more luxury tax and try and run this thing back, you know, one or two more times yet? Well, and they're all, yeah, they're all 32-ish, are they? Clay, Steph and Draymond, they're, they're not... They're, they're, they're not 20 year olds anymore. They're in their thirties. And so, yeah, given Supermax contracts out and you've got a guy like, I think they already paid Jordan Poole last year. Um, so it can't be a lot of space. Um, so it'd be interesting to see what happens. Will indeed. But uh, who we got the Kings have uh, the clutch player of the year in De'Aaron Fox, which you know, nice little title. Um, yeah. You know, be lovely to see him, you know, really earn that in the playoffs uh, I think would definitely be the cherry on top uh, for that award and of course um, as we record uh, Jaron Jackson Jr. has come away with Defensive Player of the Year as well so a couple of the yearly awards out obviously they'll keep um, keep being sprinkled out um, uh, as we start the playoff run those those things start to get announced and then we eventually get to the to the real juicy one of the uh, the MVP. Yeah, that'll be a tight one. Um, I'm tipping MB, but who, who have you got? You got the Joker. Uh look, I, honestly, again, um, I think this. Uh, I've said it every year. Comes down to story. I think MB not getting it for a couple of years, and then is. Uh, effectively led the league in scoring average throughout the years player of the division for player of the East for the months, uh, last couple of months. It's, it's, it's really hard to, it's almost impossible nowadays to go three years in a row, no matter how good you are. And uh, yeah, I, I think there's, there's, there's enough of a narrative around, okay, we can now give it to Embiid. He's got through the regular season. Um, relatively unscathed injury wise uh hasn't needed to miss big chunks he's he's done well he's balled out you know he's earned it and on the back of the you know you know being robbed inverted commas um narrative that's that's out there for the last two years he can now win it without anyone you know being able to really lose their marbles too much so uh, i think it'll be his at this point yeah the exact same reasons and um i uh, Giannis just missed too much of the season. He's probably the best player in the league, but the MVP doesn't necessarily go to the player that's just the best basketballer. You got to be on the court. You got to be have a good injury preseason. There's a lot. There's a little bit of um, add-ons to it, and your teams. You got to effectively make your team the best, one of the best teams. 
Um, I think probably Embiid's in case that the best. Um, definitely without the Joker, that his team probably becomes the worst team in the comp. So he's definitely makes his team um, the best team, I guess, improvement with him being there. Um, but that's more of a roster thing. Um, so I think, yeah, anyway, I got Embiid. Embiid it is. There we go. Lock it <laughs> in. All right. Let's uh, let's move it along. Let's get on to some local card shop of Woolen Gabba. Now I've got another five pack here of the 2020-2021 Chronicles. Again, as we've talked about before with these ones, a little bit he- rookie heavy. So, but that's okay. Some of these guys are uh, legit ballers um, from uh, from this year group. So let's let's jump straight into it, mate. All right, first All right, playing let's at do home. It who haven't played before. I'm going to read the back of these cards. I've got five here. Let's crack them open. Um, uh, I'll read the back of the cards. Obviously, I won't say the name. Whenever I get to a name of the actual player, I'll say somebody. And, uh, yeah, you know, try to try if you can, mate, to, to jump in possibly before all the clues are out there. Let's, let's see how you go. I'm not that good. I'm not that good, but I'll I'll do my best. Do your best, mate. All good. All right. Somebody likes to sport some green in his shoes. The green of his alma mater, Oregon, that is. Repping his school while racking up stats for the Celtics, the rookie kicked up quite a storm while tallying 20 points and five rebounds during a home win against the Raptors on February 11, 2021. For the Celtics. 2021. Uh, oh. Number 11. Uh, I was going to say, is it guard? Is it number 11? Peyton Pritchard. Peyton Pritchard. Fast PP or 8 Mile? Eminem, as is. <laughs> All right. Next card. Card two. An unselfish floor general. Somebody passes up good shots to create better ones for his teammates. Against Cleveland on April 19, 2021, the rookie flashed his court vision by putting on a passing clinic. A flashy Frenchman delivered a game-high nine helpers and led Detroit to a 109-105 victory over Cleveland that day. So plays for the Detroit Pistons. Detroit Pistons, and he's French. Technically, he's uh, American, French-American. So he was born in America, but his dad's uh, professional career took him to France when he was a very young fella, and he lived over there and he's now back. Yeah, okay. Uh, I believe... The only one that I can think of is, I can, I'm trying to think, I can only think of one, so I can only say him. Uh, so the only one I know is Jaden Ivey. No, no. No? Or is it Hayes? There you go. There you Ed, go. I'll get, his, I'll get his first name in a second. It's, it's, not, it's not Dylan, but it's like, yeah, uh, not oh. Dylan Hayes. To start with it, what does it start it. with? You're killing it. Oh, it's Killian. Killian, Killian Hayes. Hayes. Yeah. Hayes. There you go, mate. Uh, yeah, another. Yeah, he has he has got some burn this year. But I mean, if there's a team that you're going to get some burn on, it'd be Detroit. So, 
Yes. Yes. Definitely. Definitely. All right. Next card. The Magic put their faith in a rookie with a game versus the Cavaliers in the balance on April 28th of 2021. They put the ball in his hands when it mattered most too. Somebody accounted for 12 fourth quarter points and the tie-breaking layup with 45 seconds left as Orlando held on for a 109-104 triumph. Oh, 2021. There's a couple of guys I'm thinking of. Uh, For Orlando. It, uh, has he got a brother in the team? Maybe. Maybe not. Uh, Number okay. 50. 50. Uh, Franz Wagner. Try again. Maurice Wagner. Try again. Cole Anthony. There you go. Uh, uh, yeah. Hey, too many options. Too many options, mate. Too many options. All right. I got some banging clues for this bloke if you don't work it out. Here we go. Okay. On April 5, 2021, somebody went on the attack. He went 15 for 28 from the floor and went off for 40 points against the Knicks for his seventh 40-point game with the Nets in the midst of his second season with the team. In that time frame, the rest of the squad managed six such games combined. Oh. For the Nets. For the Nets? Mm-hmm. So many 40-point games for a rookie. Oh, this one is not a rookie. This one is not, oh, a, it's not rookie. a rookie. Okay, not sorry. A rookie. Uh, uh, no longer at the Nets. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Which, Which one? <laughs> Which one? <laughs> um, it's not Steve Nash. It's Kyrie. It is Kyrie. I was going to say, yeah. it's uh, uh, otherwise known as Team Cancer. <laughs> just has yeah. himself uh, uh, just a, a bad reputation, doesn't he, at the moment? Like, just uh, where he goes, it just doesn't work out. Look, at this point, when he went to Dallas, you think, oh, maybe. And it's like, it just happened again, but it happened quicker this time. It didn't even happen in over a year. It was like within three weeks. So, Yeah, uh, look. Scary, scary looking situation. Um, but yeah, it was now, but everywhere he goes, everywhere he gets traded or signs, then I'm going to be here forever. And then doesn't work out. Yeah. Doesn't work out. Cavs, Celtics, Nets, now possibly Dallas, because that was, that's what he was saying when he first got there. It was like, oh, yeah, this place is great. I'm going to be here forever. Yeah. Uh, nope. Nope. But did you see um, while Dallas has been fined for tanking Mark Cuban's, you know, classic Mark Cuban PR. He was, yeah, going to match it for a, um, yeah, so, sorry, charity. jump in. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, dollar for dollar for what's effectively going to be, what, uh, $1.5 million, which uh, half of that will go to the league, the other half will go to charity, which, you know, again, just, just Mark Cuban being Mark Cuban. Yeah, nice guy. Mm. 
All right, card number five, lucky last. An insatiable scorer. Somebody burns defences with his parking lot range and slips into the lane for feathery floaters at will. During his first 50 games of the 2020-2021 season, the sensational superstar imposed his will on opponents, tallying, tallying four outings with at least 40 points, all Atlanta victories. Not a rookie. Not a rookie. Has been called... Well, I have to try, try young. It is. I was going to say, uh, yeah. has been called some unsavory things like, uh, uh, was it a lollipop rolled in hair? Uh, <laughs> oh, that's not nice. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but that's New York, mate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's classic. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. But uh, yeah, Trey Young. Trey Young. Uh, if you believe the uh, stuff going around the internet today, um, was it been voted by the Blaze Association as the most overrated? If you believe, if you believe, most overrated player in the league. So, yeah, look, that's tough. That's that tough. is tough. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sure he'll be right. He's got a max contract as well. Oh, so. he'll be fine. Yeah, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. New coach, everything. Uh, yeah, exactly. He'll be right. Trade rumors have almost gone away. Yeah. Almost. Almost. But all right, mate, that, that wraps us up for another episode of Ball Don't Lie and another segment of Local Card Chopper, Wool and Gabba Crackham. Thanks again to uh, Rob down there at uh, Local Card Shop. Uh, Wool and Gabba. And, of course, too, um, Local Card Shop HQ down on the Gold Coast. Down at Mermaid Beach, it is now officially the grand opening has commenced. So they're open. It, it's it's all up and running. It's uh, it's it's looking pretty schmick. It's looking pretty schmick. And then of course the the yard right next door, and they're going to be doing uh, local um, local card shop will be doing trade nights and different things where the yard will then be turned into the card yard. So yeah, basically um, to basically break that down it's it's you've got a um card shop that's gonna have a beer garden attached to it so you know that sounds like a winner to me so get down there and uh support the local card shop uh hq and of course local card shop of wool and gabba can't go wrong with that that sounds like delight absolutely all right that's going to wrap us up for our first show mate we'll be back uh we'll have two shows this week but uh that's going to knock out the NBA one, and then we'll come back with an NBL one, uh, NBL, and an NBL one North uh, focus show, and break down some of the well, all the really crucial games of that uh, super important third round that has just wrapped up over the last weekend. <sighs> but thanks again for joining me, mate. Always appreciate it. No worries, mate. Thanks for having me. No dramas. All right, and please do jump in our socials. You know, we're, we're trying to put more reels and stories and different things up there all the time. Um, you know, it's, so please do give us those likes, those shares, those follows. If you are on a streaming service that allows five-star reviews, please click on there and do those five-star reviews. That stuff really does help. And uh, 
news wise, we are, that stuff is helping. We've actually now been listened to uh, in 35 countries uh, across the world, which is just awesome. Really, really chuffed with that. So, you know, that, those five star reviews and those other things, um, all that stuff really helps. So thanks again. And until you're listening to us here again, just remember that ball don't lie. It never does. <laughs>